if something doesn't happen, I'm going to die. Today's episode is much more serious than those that we have discussed in the past. Today's story is a very tragic one where an individual went for a very routine low back pain procedure and resulted in permanent life-changing effects. I'm bringing this story to your awareness for a couple reasons. One, to make you aware of the side effects that are out there with various procedures for lower back pain, and also to bring an awareness to our healthcare system as a whole and how things can be improved to prevent these tragic stories from occurring. It was awful, Matt. It was hell. Jesse Adams, a 73-year-old female, just like many of you out there, was struggling with lower back pain and was looking for a solution to reduce her pain, specifically to reduce this pain for an upcoming drive to Ohio from Texas for a funeral that she was to attend with her husband, Rich. March 2019, the 73-year-old got an epidural steroid injection for pain relief, but the procedure, which is common, went wrong. In preparation for this, she went to a pain management center and was advised to receive an epidural steroid injection, something that nowadays is considered very routine, very common, and many, many individuals are pushed to injections extremely frequently for common lower back pain. Now, many of you following our content know that our stance on injections is that they can be useful in certain circumstances, but for the vast majority of the time, it is covering up symptoms and it is a temporary band-aid that usually will not produce long-term results, but are still prescribed extremely liberally and many times in circumstances where they might not have been otherwise and are advised in scenarios where they probably shouldn't have been. When Jesse received this steroid injection, she reported that she could not feel her legs following this. They were tingling, but she couldn't feel them, and the pain was so bad in her back. These types of injections do come with side effects. We have had personally many of our clients join our program who had tried injections in the past actually felt extreme electric shock sensations shoot down their legs or a deep pain or burn in their lower back following these procedures that were not helpful and in fact increased and caused more pain. A lawsuit filed by Adams says the surgeon likely nicked a blood vessel during the procedure, causing an epidural hematoma, i.e. bleeding in the spine. The pain was so bad in my back. What occurred here is that after nicking the blood vessel, a hematoma formed, which is a swelling of blood. This swelling increased in size, pushing on sensitive tissues within the spinal canal, causing pain, but it began the process of causing significant pressure directly on the spinal cord. When the spinal cord has direct pressure from any kind of influence, as that degree increases, risk for serious spinal cord damage can occur, causing things such as catequina syndrome. Catequina syndrome is a spinal cord emergency that can be characterized by a few different things. Saddle paresthesia, meaning the saddle is becoming numb or the groin region is becoming numb. The inability to use the restroom or you are using the restroom when you did not intend to. And significant numbness or weakness in one or both legs. Hey, real quick, if you're watching this video and you're resonating with the things that I'm saying and you're ready to be pain-free, just click the link below and you can schedule a call personally with my team so we can meet with you, go over your current situation and figure out what you're missing and help you develop a game plan so that you can finally become pain-free. This is for serious people only, so click the link if you are ready to go. Back to the show. This is a surgical emergency. 
because it's telling us that the spinal cord is being significantly compressed, and if this continues, can lead to permanent spinal cord damage. Adams rushed to Texas Health Presbyterian in Flower Mound, a main target of her suit. If not treated quickly, permanent nerve and spinal cord damage may be in store for her, and that, according to Adams' suit. They just didn't do their jobs is what happened. Per the documents, Adams arrived with the hematoma at 4.54 p.m. Within 10 minutes, two MRIs were ordered and were made stat. So it sounds like initially, after presenting these symptoms from the epidural steroid injection, claiming the pain is very bad on my back and my legs are tingling, that this was initially taken very seriously. It sounds like the front desk staff recognized that this was not a good reaction. And these imaging modalities were ordered stat to conclude exactly what was causing these symptoms for potential side effects. However, the following is where it all went wrong. But they didn't begin until 6.31 p.m., almost two hours later. A two-hour delay for the hospital to receive the necessary steps to then pursue potential surgical intervention is a lifetime in the world of spinal cord injury. The hospital has their systems, right? You need to come in, check in a particular way. They need to take you through particular tests before you can get passed down to eventually get what's needed. This is part of the problem that we'll discuss as well. And her getting through these necessary steps as quickly as possible is crucial to avoiding what ultimately happens. According to the suit, there was delay in either communicating the MRI order or responding to it. By the time they were complete and an on-call surgeon made it to the hospital to start a laminectomy, it was 10 p.m., five hours and six minutes since Adams arrived with the emergency. The damage had already been done. She is now paralyzed from the chest down. And I said, you mean I'm going to be like this? And she said, I'm sorry. Five hours after significant adverse reaction from an epidural steroid injection occurred until she had the appropriate intervention to try to attempt to save her lower limbs. This is the other piece of this scenario that is heartbreaking, is the inability of this particular health care center to appropriately see this patient and literally save her life. Hospitals are big businesses that can sometimes become very corrupt, that are designed in a particular way to operate according to their profiting systems. And they have particular orders and systems in place that are usually not the most conducive to a patient-centered approach or patient-centered environment. It is a system, and many of you listening to this might have had a similar experience in a hospital or potentially in a big clinic where you just feel like a number and no one is really talking to you, no one is really listening, and no one really cares. And this is a scenario of that to the extreme. Because they were so late on getting the imaging and then seeing the hematoma that was causing the spinal cord compression, the surgeon who was on site who could have done it immediately was already on his way home. And he had to turn around and come back, which just caused further delay in ultimately getting the procedure done. A significant adverse reaction from a common low back pain approach combined with the inability to receive adequate care and poor patient attention from a very common healthcare facility for lower back pain resulted in a very common individual struggling with back pain to become paralyzed for life. 
This is the degree of consequence that can occur when things go wrong, and it is truly a tragedy. 80% of human beings alive will experience low back pain at some point. Jesse Adams is not unusual in that. Unfortunately, she was not led the right direction, most likely for this lower back pain. Most lower back pain is treated with drugs, injections, and surgery, a very medicalized way. And education and exercise being the number one treatment for lower back pain is typically not the front end treatment in most healthcare systems, which is extremely unfortunate. This leads people to quick fix approaches. This leads people to options where they don't have to do any work because they're being told that they don't have to. Oh, we can just give you a pill. We can give you an injection. You can just go to sleep and wake up and your back pain's gone with a surgery. And this is what's pushed on so many people. This this method, this concept, this perspective on how low back pain should be treated. And it is so false and it is so wrong. And it is leading to worse and worse outcomes of lower back pain. And it is leading to tragedies such as this that could have been avoided otherwise. But Jesse Adams was struggling with pain and she was told by a doctor that this injection would take it away. And she wanted to be able to drive in the car. So why wouldn't she take that option? Unfortunately, not many people are aware of the risks that can come with this or that can come with many other common approaches to lower back pain. There are risks with everything and they range in severity, of course. Perhaps if Jesse was provided with better education and better advice on the front end, she wouldn't have been suffering from lower back pain at that point in the first place. She would have already recovered it by learning the proper exercises in the rehab plan that she potentially could have used to recover. And she might not have been to the point where she was willing to get an injection. Or perhaps if this was her very first approach and she didn't try these other things, perhaps she wasn't aware that there were other options and she went to a pain clinic, but instead of them educating her on alternative options, the first thing they did was say, hey, just get an injection. So what we do with everybody else which is what a lot of people are told. We'll just inject you and take your pain away. It doesn't work like that. And some people do get significant results from injections. I'm not using this topic or this video to scare people from injections in all scenarios. We have advised some of our clients to pursue injections in the right circumstance. So I'm certainly not saying all injections are going to cause this or that you should be afraid of getting injections or that they're the worst thing you could ever do along with surgery and along with medications. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that there are inherent risks with not doing things in the right order or the right way. The right scenarios could greatly benefit from injections, but so many people are pushed towards injections or pills or surgery or any invasive procedure extremely prematurely when it is not necessary, when it is not indicated. In many scenarios, it leads to more pain and more chronicity and just further confusion. And it is not the way the system should be running. Individuals need a better approach for lower back pain. They need to know what they can do for themselves, how to take control of their own lives, the exercises and movements and education that they can form in their own home so that they can learn how to be strong and in control. And this is exactly our mission, is to teach individuals around the world 
how to do this so that they can avoid these scenarios. They can avoid these invasive procedures. And that's exactly what we do through our online coaching program where we help individuals around the world fully recover from lower back pain, disc herniations, and sciatica. Scenarios that are very similar to Jesse's. We want to help individuals avoid this because these are tragic situations that we do not want anyone to experience. And with this video, I want to greatly respect Jesse and her husband, Rich, as this is a very personal topic to very real people where a tragedy occurred. And I just want to say that we are praying for you both as you go through this difficult time. Once again, be sure to join my Facebook group, Rehab Fix Low Back Program, so you can get additional exclusive content and our free Sataka guide immediately upon joining. If you are watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, please leave a five-star rating and review so we can grow this podcast and help reach more individuals who deserve to get results, who feel like they're spinning their tires and getting frustrated in doing so. As always, move more, move in nature, move in the sun. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.